my name's Ants, and welcome to Sloth Love Chunk, a Goonies superfan podcast. Each episode, my co-host Matt and I discuss an aspect of the 80s cult classic film, The Goonies. We're both huge Goonies superfans in love with this timeless movie for the past almost 40 years. Join us each week as we discuss everything Goonies. We'll be talking about production details like the screenplay, soundtrack, deleted scenes, merchandise. We'll even be talking to other Goonies superfans like you. Who knows, maybe we'll even have somebody special stop by the house to use the bathroom. It's gonna be amazing. So come on, grab your treasure map, go to wherever you get your podcasts, and find the rich stuff with Sloth Love Chunk. Hey, you guys! Welcome back to episode four of Sloth Love Chunk. Sloth Love Chunk. I'm your host, Ants. I know, joined with by Matthew. There, there he you is. go. Uh-huh. So on this episode, we are going to do a list episode, mm-hmm. which is who are our top three Goonies, and we're also going to rank them. I don't know if this is sacrilege, like heresy, you know, by ranking Goonies, but we're going to do it. No, there's a natural order to everything, and I think that should include the Goonies. Okay. So, um, also, like for this exercise, Matthew, yes. I have decided to include, like, One-Eyed Willie is a Goonie, mm-hmm. Sloth is a Goonie, and of course... I, I don't, shouldn't even have to say this, but then I feel like I got to say it. Like, Steph and Andy are also Goonies. Yes. I hate when you ever see those shirts where it's like, you know, four names. I don't know, but it's it's like Mikey, Mouth, Data, Chunk, and Sloth. Mm-hmm. You see those shirts? You know, but they never put Andy and Steph on them as being Goonies. No, I haven't seen those shirts, but they did take the oath. Yeah. Anyway, I always include the girls as Goonies. A lot of people yes. like ignore the girls, forget about them. Kind of pisses me off. No, they're a big part. I included yeah. them in my list. Um, I I did the full list. I guess I missed the assignment. I did all of them with little yeah. pros and cons. Yeah. They they took the oath. Well, at least Annie took the oath. So yeah. if you guys, as always, stick around to the end of the episode where you too can take the Goonies oath. Jeff, maybe you'll be maybe you'll be our number one in some at some point. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't include ourselves in that list because we're Goonies. Uh well. That's okay. You're not my number one, Matt. All right. I know. I'm Don't okay. Get hurt. Me neither. So how do you want to do it? Should we uh, like, should we do a ranking from starting at so if we include Willie Sloth, those are nine. Mm-hmm. So should we go like down from nine? We'll go like yes. my my number nine, your number nine, my number yes. eight, your number eight. And then once we get to three, we'll like boom. Yep. All right. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know if this is going to upset you or not. <laughs> We're really okay. going to learn a lot about each other. I know. Okay. On this episode, Matthew. Are you ready? So coming in at number nine on my list, top Goonies, number nine, brand. Oh, no. He might right. be my least favorite Goonie. Okay. This is, we're already off to a bad start. We are very much <laughs> not in sync. <laughs> Number nine. All right. Why? Well, look, 
he's basically a roadblock the whole time, right? He's the naysayer, mm-hmm. always trying to stop the adventure. Like, like when, like when does Brand really show his worth in the movie? He he moves that big that big rock. He does, right? Uh huh. But other than that, the dude's either just like talking shit to the kids they don't want to go or he's just trying to cop a feel the whole time um he also if you've watched the um deleted scenes in which they go to the store and they get trapped by the one and only troy he does he he does does. but Mm -hmm. let's just talk about the main movie right okay they cut out that scene because really if we're just talking about the main movie Brand gets railroaded by Troy off the road like a little bitch. Oh my lord! Okay, well you had your say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. agree. You're number nine. My number nine is Andy exactly. because she's not. First of all, she's not even a misfit. She's a a richy rich gal, and she's just a pretty face to me. And she, I mean, she's going out with Troy, for goodness sake. I think her being attracted to Brand is just her way of making Troy jealous. Hmm. And let me see. Um, what else do you I know, have? She made out with a young, she made oh, out with a child. She's a pedo, bro. She's a pedo. <laughs> Dude, how does she not know that that's Mikey, for goodness sake? It wasn't pitch black in that yeah, well, she doesn't know that Mikey's got braces. She seems to pretty like yeah. And the one, the one, where the one con, the one pro I have for her circle is that she played the bones. That was the one useful thing. That uh, yeah, yeah. She well, did. I mean, that's a big thing though. Mm-hmm. She kind of she was getting ready to crumble under pressure with playing the bones, but and then she specifically said, "Now, Brand may have been roadblocking him and all that jazz, but he never specifically said." I am not a goonie. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Right away. Okay. Anywho. She set up Troy's bucket, bro. Once she set up Troy's bucket, everybody was all in. That was really, that's the point of no return, right? Yep. If it wasn't for Andy sending up Troy's bucket with the her little sweater, letter sweater, right? Yeah. I mean, they might have all just rode that bucket up. That's true. But it was her she, decision. It was her decision. She turned her back on her lifestyle. Yeah. Her old life. Yeah. And then she went forward with her new goony life. So for her to be your okay. number nine, lame. Well, it's still there. So right, we're going right. to move on. Number eight. Ah, uh, this one was hard. Ugh, stuff. Uh-huh. I agree. We're oh, right we're there. both? You're number eight, too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I like stuff. I do like stuff. Sometimes I feel like she was a little too anti mouth. Mm-hmm. And, like, did also, just like with Bran, what did she like? She was totally useless to me. That's what the first thing I put most useless Goonie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then when she broke her glasses, it was like, oh, God, we got this girl who's not doing nothing. And now she broke her glasses. Yeah. Worse. Now we're going to put on our back and carry her everywhere. Yeah. And who catches crabs in a barrel? Like that's still weird to me. Why was she doing that? A feral fisherman's daughter. Um, 
And then she was Egan Troyon while he was practically killing Brand in that car, if you recall. Was she? Yeah, I she did. Oh, it was like the so- bike. Oh, yeah. She was. Yeah, she was being sure. a real B, B word. Um, she's, one the, she's one of the guys, though, you know? That's what dudes mm-hmm. do. But she was a good foil to mouth. I thought she was just a mount, right amount of foil for mouth because mouth is actually the next one on my list. <laughs> well, you put we'll, mouth we'll at there. number seven? Yeah, I did. So I, I give her praise. And then uh, as far as movie lines go, I have her as one of the good ones for that deadpan when she said, Brand, I think God put that rock there for a reason. Oh, yeah. That I is really like that line. Yeah. That is, yeah, really yeah, good. yeah very really good delivery. Um, and thank you for her pro oh sorry yeah for her pros i still she punched mafratelli right in the right in the jaw i don't know like could you punch a grandma well she's no i mean at that point all right say it's like some grandma's got like a sword pointed at your chest matt Mm -hmm. we're talking to grandma well she's not a grandma but she looks like a grandma could you punch like could you punch a grandma in the face, even though your life might be threatened by it? Yes. I don't know if I could. I think I would just like slap the sword. I'd be like sword slap and then run. Well. I don't think I could punch an old lady. Maybe that was, as you recall, in the book, she's a bit of a badass, right? Maybe that was the writer sleeping that attitude in where she didn't give a shit. She's like, yeah. Ugh. yeah. But it's also kind of a bit of a sucker punch, right? Because she points up. She tells, hey, Ma, look. So the right. mom looks, and then she punches her, which is even worse. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, are, you, are you a Fratelli? Is your last name Fratelli somehow? No, but it makes, me, it makes you want to put step number nine now that I think about it. Sucker punching grandmas. Yes. And she's the grandma's not the only one she attacked. She helped Mouth attack Mikey when my uh, the last thing that they asked Mouth to translate, and he's like, oh, this is just... A sketch of the old cannonball chamber. Where's the gold? And where's the, the gold, se- Mikey? Who's the second voice behind mouth? It's mm. Steph. Mm. She. Mm. They don't enjoy the journey. They enjoy. They want to enjoy the destination. I kind of want to put her at number nine now, man. Yeah. Well, flipperty floppity with brand. Okay. All right. Give me your number seven. So we move. That's as I mentioned just now. Mouth is number seven. That's right. One of the core hey. goonies is number seven. <laughs> He won't shut up. The dude's, he, he, I mean, just imagine having him as your pal. Like, he's great to watch. But imagine him coming over all the time and, like, how many times you get your ass kicked by older kids because he won't shut his damn mouth. Yeah, or, like, how many paintings get ruined. Yeah, so you, know, you can't, yeah, you can't leave a painting. A kiss. No, he's wearing a liquor kiss. He does say liquory kiss, right? It's, uh, that's how I hear it. Liquory. Like, L-I-C-K. E-R-Y. E-R-Y. Okay. That's what I tell my kids every time. I say, get over here and give me a nice way to liquor a kiss. Um, I mean, yeah. And the same thing I said just a while ago. He only cared about the destination, not the journey. And his true blue colors came out when they got close to the gold. So, uh, But he did translate the map. And one of my favorite lines in the movie was, Hey, Mikey, gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, you know, with Mouth, um, I've always kind of had a weird relationship with the mm-hmm. wishing well scene, with the whole, you know, this is my wish, my yeah. wish, and I'm taking it back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it makes me just feel like Mouth is a broken 
He's a broken kid, you know? Mm-hmm. He wants to take those wishes back. What were his wishes? Wait, what happened to him? Yeah. What was his wish to where by the time he was like 13, 14, it didn't come true that he pretty much had become so cynical in life? Yeah. I'm thinking his mom probably left his dad because. Yeah, you never see the mom. No, it's just. And Do you takes- even see Mouse's dad at the end when all the parents show up? You don't. You don't. It's just him chilling with. You don't see Steph's parents either. No. Just Mouth and Steph are chilling together. Oh. Oh, man. Two lonely orphaned misfits find each other. Yeah. See, I bet his dad had a drinking problem. And it's like, Mouth has to drive his dad to all his jobs because his dad is drunk all the time. And that's why he was like, I have my face in these pipes all day, kid. Yeah. I don't want to. Talk, go get yourself some Big microwave pot pie. Sticks. Yeah. Well, well, you speak Spanish like some Mexican. Yeah, go, go back where you came from. <laughs> yeah, your mama ran off with a Mexican. <laughs> oh, dude, what if that's what yeah. it is? So who's your number seven then? Um, this is I mean a little bit of a non-traditional, yeah, traditional pick. One-eyed Willie oh. is my numero seven. Mm. And that's just because we don't really get to know one eye really so much. Yet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the old O E W one eye really, yeah, that works. Yep. Oh, we wouldn't even have the adventure, you know? And also, after reading the novelization, I feel like Mikey and one eye really are sort of almost the same person. So I kind of ranked them closely. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, all right, give me number. I, give me your number seven, Matthew. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to keep going. <laughs> I gave you my number seven. My number oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me your number six. My number six is Brand. This is where I rank Brandon, and, and it's a lot of the same reasons. It's funny because he's always a naysayer. You know, he only cares about hooking up with Andy. That's like his number one priority on the mission. Um, and you know, like he's going after Troy's like sloppy seconds. I mean, have some self respect. What is the deal dude. with Andy and Troy and Brand? Is she just is she dating everybody? I don't think she's dating Troy so much. Mm. I think Troy's trying to get in her shorts, her squirts. I don't know, but I don't. You know, I think they just have they're like tennis partners. I think so. right now, right? No, she's. Either way, Bran should say, well, you go have fun with Troy. You were laughing while I was almost died in that car crash. I'm not the kind of person um, that's ever like dated multiple people at the same time. Huh. <laughs> uh, and then he's, st- I mean, did he pay back Data's sister for stealing? Oh, come on. Whatever. Did he? <laughs> I mean, that poor kid. I mean, she they had found the jewels. They found the rich stuff, bro. And they yeah, but her bike's gone forever. Oh, she whatever. can never get that back. It's on the bottom of that Harley. mountain. And buy a Harley Davidson. Uh, his pros. He did save Andy from drowning. That's something you forgot to mention. She didn't. She couldn't swim. Her hands were cuffed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, he didn't like kick Mikey's ass for kissing Andy. He's also very polite when mm-hmm. he jumps off the plank. He goes to Ma Fratelli and he goes, get out of the way. And then he gently moves her to the side. Oh, and then he jumps off. Unlike Steph who punched her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. He could have oh, just like shoulder checked her 
Yeah. And then jumped, mm-hmm. but he was like, get out of the way. And he kind of like moves her. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, that's pretty oh, polite. Yeah. Okay. It's nice of him. Well, let's hear it. My let's numero seis is Andy. That's a nice middle position. Yeah. I feel for Andy. Like we said, boom, play the bones. She also gave a lot of sexual tension in the movie. <laughs> which is always uh, great in a movie full of 13 year olds yes um you know but like i dig andy because she made the choice she's mm-hmm. like the only person basically in this movie uh i'm not gonna say sloth sloth's on the same position but andy made the choice between goonie not goonie and she made mm-hmm. that choice which i mean i gotta respect that I guess so. I gotta love that. But she did make it in a room full of goonies, though. Oh, you think she felt peer pressure to be a goon? No. No. She could have no, gotten up that No, bucket. yeah, that's true. She could have gotten home and showered she and gone right clothes. up that bucket, bro. Yeah. Had yeah. Bet, like, okay. made her, her court time for yeah. tennis. She could have done it, but no. Oh, okay. Chose uh, goon. Let's see. Number five. Number five. I have Sloth. Oh, jeez. You're so stupid. <laughs> I mean, sloth is number five sloth is number five i mean he's this not podcast really... is called sloth love chunk did you put him at number five i did i mean he's not even he's not he's even not old even there. what he's not even what he's not all there what he do you mean by know that what, he, what do you mean but is. is that a what, what what are you saying i'm Matthew? saying that his he's cognitive... not all there mentally or he's yes. not all there in the movie yes both Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, whoa! He did, <laughs> dude! Wow! <laughs> We're gonna need to get some sort of like DEI coordinator on this podcast. Right no, he does. Insensitive. I mean, it's not like he knew what he was. He was more into getting revenge on his. Oh! Oh! oh yes! Oh, no! Yes! Oh! Yeah! Oh, 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 oh. Yeah! Yeah! He tied him up. Well, getting revenge. That's right. That was his I'm motivation. Gonna, I, will, I will clearly refute these points once I get to mm. my slot number. Okay. Ugh. Let me list what I got here because it's mostly pros. And he was kind of chunk right away, you know, in his goofy kind of way. He wasn't aggressive towards him. He offered him a candy bar, for goodness sake, as soon as he, you know, ripped chunk, himself. Chunk offers the candy bar. Oh, does he? Well, he takes. You know, he shares it with him. Okay. He's uh, he's super strong. I wish people could see my side eye right now. Uh, he's, uh, he saved Mouth and Steph by swinging on that on that rope. Oh, just, um, just those two? Well, he did save it. Well, on next on my next bullet point is that he saved the rest of the Goonies by holding that rock. Just the Goonies? Yeah, uh-huh. How about the Fratellis as well? Mr. Revenge. No, he doesn't. Well, how do they get out? They don't get out through that rockway. They get out with the ship uh, along sure the coastline. Sloth, sloth saves ass, bro. Um, and then I put that he has the best movie, the best line in the movie, which was uh, at the end when they see the Inferno. That's the best line in the movie. Uh, yeah, because it encom- you know it like puts a, like an exclamation point on how the Goonies are feeling. Like he perfectly expresses like that. There's no need for eloquent speeches. There's no need for 
you know, shit like that. You just let out what's in your heart. And what was in his heart was he saw the ship and his goonie cell went, oh. There's like thousands of screenwriters that would say like, oh man, like the best line I could write is just, it is. And then I could win like an Oscar or an Emmy. I'm saying that's like the best single line. That one line. Well, I mean, why don't you, you look, s- why don't you're not even ahead? Why don't you stop while you're where you right. at right now? It's like freedom. Yeah, maybe. All right. Anyway, number five for slow. All right. My number five. Mouth. Jesus, don't. Okay. What, what were you? What were, you I'm <laughs> waiting for Mikey say. and Mikey. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Mouth, mouth. Okay. Mouth. Number five. Right middle of the road. I mean, I love mouth. Um. I don't know how he can keep that many pearls in his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like him. Why? He's just a dick. The whole Habla movie. the Espanol. Well, sure, but he insults everyone around him. He's just, I don't know. He, that's just how he deals with situations. Humor. Mm-hmm. Rapping. Yeah, no. He's hilarious. He just, no, he's not. He's hurtful. But I guess that was, I guess it, it, it lets me see that I was the bullied growing up and you were the bully because you like mouth. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I mean, come on. All right. Give me a number four. Number four is data. 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 I don't know. Whatever. Right. He's data. He's inventive. He's daring. Uh, He, uh, you know, his inventions. He his pinchers apparel helped reveal that hidden chamber that let their adventure continue, right mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, the well. Mm-hmm. So they would have been stuck in the well if it wasn't for him. I agree with all of this because I have not yet mentioned. And then data, you know, data. Who his gave evil brother lore? Data. Who and then his uh, what's that punchy thing? Did they mention the name of that one? Um, um, his his uh. Uh, bully, bully. That's not bully blinders. It's um. They mention it right somewhere. I'm gonna have to cut this because we don't know. We're supposed to be super fans, Matt. Gosh, damn it! <laughs> what is it called? Is it mentioned in the book? Is it mentioned in the screenplay? Oh, I can't think of it right now. Jesus. Anyway, that buys Andy just enough time to play the bones. Um, his slick shoes as well. Like I can't. I can't, he's got so many times where he saves their ass by buying them time. With his adventures, with his inventions, I should say. He also had the sweetest reunion, if we're going to get a little. Uh, yeah. He had that, a sweetest reunion. That does kind of make you want to cry, you know? It does. That was like. It's the best okay. Reunion. I, I got to have my wife watch that scene mm-hmm. and let me know if, like, that's what they're really saying. Oh. They might Maybe be, they're advertising for like. They the might be talking one. Cantonese, though. So yeah. I don't know. Um, And then, you know, of course, he. Fancies himself 007, which I always think is cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's data for number four. I mean, not bad. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. My number four, Matthew, Not even, he doesn't even crack the top three. Oh, my God. Mikey. Oh, my Lord. Mikey. I don't, even, I don't know how you justify that, but let's hear it. Uh, I don't know. He just, I guess it's his... I don't, should I say idealism that what, what would you call what Mikey, what Mikey has that thirst for adventure? Mm-hmm. 
it, it might have been contagious to the Goonies. To me, eh, not so much. I feel like the group dynamic is what made me want to go along on mm-hmm. the adventure. I don't think he's like the best leader in the world. Oh my God. They would never have left that Goonie house if it wasn't for Mikey. They would have watched the end of that Cindy Lopper had dinner and then gone to he bed. He seems and- to be a bit of a whiner and a beggar, though. You know, he didn't seem to be very inspiring. So come on, guys. Come on. Although wishing well seen speech. Yes. I guess. Yes. <sighs> I don't know. Mikey doesn't really do it for me, though. Like, I, I don't oh know. Gosh. It's sort of not. Maybe it's the Canadian tuxedo. I already know. I know where your list is going in. I don't like it. Well, you you mean by elimination, you should probably already know what it is. I think like, I don't got a problem with Mikey. That's why he's number four. Uh-huh. Right. Like he's above the, what is that? The mean? Oh, I don't know, but he's definitely not top three. All right, here we go. Boom. All right. Top three Goonies. You want to go next? You should go next. Okay. Uh, All right. Number, number three, number three data. Okay. Otherwise known as Richard, otherwise known, whose real name is Richard Wing. Mm, Ricky. Well, don't you think they're being a little bit? This is the 80s, right? What is mm-hmm. Richard Wang? Dick Wang. Oh, Dick Wang. That's <laughs> not that funny, guys. Don't but it's kind of. <laughs> you think that's on purpose? It's like you, you totally know that's on purpose. Yeah, that's got to be. That it's got to be Dick Wang. Dick Wang. You know, anyways. Yeah. You got to love the name. Okay. And that's why um, you chose. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's one of the reasons. <laughs> But you know, you just gotta love Dick's personality. I also just I loved how he would get exasperated all the time. Like booty mm-hmm. shots, that's what I said. That's what I said. He gets exasperated and frustrated, but like he's still like <laughs> he does. The and now that you mention it, I hadn't noticed how exasperated, especially when he says the stairs. Data falling, data's falling. You guys why Data's taking the stairs. <laughs> well, data data <laughs> thinks no one cares anymore. <laughs> you know, please. Everybody's got to love his inventions. Of course. Yeah. And he's a pretty brave dude, whether mm-hmm. you're considering, you know, him doing the zip line between his house and the Walsh home being 007. Mm-hmm. Like when he's falling to certain death, he has the presence of mind. Boom. Pinterest apparel. Yeah. Doosh, saves his life. Yep. Like he even stands up to Fratelli's, you know, when they got their guns and their swords out and he's like, get behind me, guys. Oh, you know? yeah. And he tries to do his thing. Like, he stands up. He's a brave dude. Hmm. Love Data. It wasn't Mike. Gosh dang it. It wasn't Mikey who stood up. It was right? There wasn't right? some leadership that came sprung to life in Mikey. The real leader would have been like, no, guys, I'll take the sword in the guts. Yeah. Or whatever. No. Like, Data was one like, I got this. And what's right. Mikey saying? No, no, Data, no, no. Yeah. And it wasn't like it, it wasn't like Data had a surefire weapon. If he, you know, if he had a gun, it would be less. Well, in his but, mind, I think he thought he had a surefire. Right. Weapon. Yeah, it'll suck like him. Anyways, oh, boy. All right. Oh, your number my three. number three is Chunk, which I'm sure is not your number one. But let's go forward. <laughs> Chunk is the guy I would be in the Goonies adventure. I would be. So reluctant. you, you view yourself as the number three. 
Yes. No, I'm yeah, I'm saying you got some self-esteem issues, Matthew. Yeah, I'm saying he's the dude I would be. I would be reluctant to go. I would be wanting to go home. I mean, you got to know yourself, and this is me. This is, I would be the one to want to do that, but I would still do it anyway because, you know, my friends are the ones uh, that need me. So that's where I, I put him as so high because, like, despite his fears and reluctancy, he still goes, even though he has to do it with a big, scary monster-looking mm-hmm. dude, he still mm-hmm. orges ahead mm-hmm. and... I mean, he gets kidnapped and he almost gets his hand thrown in a blender. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like at that point, he should have said, nope, I'm just going to go home and eat my dinner. But no, he continues. Um, Mm -hmm. Actually, I actually like his tall tales because I I make up shit all the time. And then. uh, Yeah, you do. And he was good comic relief. Unlike our mouth, he relied on hurting people's feelings. He was like uh, self-deprecating in his humor. So he didn't hurt anybody's feelings. I mean, he's Captain Chunk. These are all valid points, Matthew. I I, I agree with everything you've said here. Okay. Yes. No negatives. Uh, We're at number number two. two. All right. So here we go. Boom. This is like like runner up. And so what I did, I have the last two kind of at a tie. I did one. Oh, dude, me too. I did one in one A. I didn't write anything really for, uh, so my number one A is One-Eyed Willie. No, which one would be higher, 1A or 1B? I think they're just both number one. Yeah. But I guess wherever you One-Eyed Willie, he's the original. I don't have a whole lot, like you said earlier, we don't know a lot about him, but he was. Oh, you don't have a whole lot to talk about the guy that you're picking for number one? Wow. Well, he's one, he's not, he's sub one, so. But he's important. Like, there would be no adventure if he hadn't done what he did. I mean, he stole a treasure from the, oh my gosh, Lincoln. What empire did he steal from? The British? <laughs> I was going to say the Spanish. The British. I just love how your number one so, yes. is just crumbling right now underneath your own. It's not crumbling. Right it's just we don't have a whole lot of information about him. Yet you chose number one for the guy. That you I did. Love. Well, you know, he's sub. Well, let's hear yours, mister. No, well, okay. We won't get to your one B yet. Mm-hmm. So my number one and number two was very difficult for me. It was almost a tie, but I'm going to go ahead and pick a number two. My number two Goonie is Sloth. Lotney Fratelli. You know, like, who doesn't love a gentle giant, mm-hmm. right? Like just like Fezzik in Princess Bride. Yes, we love these characters. What I like about Sloth also is that he he makes us question our own assumptions and prejudices. Boy, you're sure putting a lot of is this getting too philosophy deep? on him? It's getting too deep. Is this I mean, this is this is the guy. But can- this is what I'm saying. It's like when we first see Sloth, right? He's a holy shit scary movie monster he's freaky he's terrifying it's probably the scariest part of the movie when i saw you know the good news when i was a kid i kind of dreaded that scene where like mikey finds him in the lighthouse lounge you know and it's scary you know yeah it's yeah. freaky mm-hmm. we're all scared of him but like once we get to know him and we get past those initial reactions to his looks 
Mm-hmm. And we find out that Sloth's, he's a sweetheart. Mm. He's full of love. Sloth, love, chunk. So even, like, even despite being mm. chained up and being treated like shit by his family, the dude is still full of all of this love for Chunk. Yeah. Even for the for the Vitellis. Like he saves Ma. He saves his brothers at the end. When he's holding the rock, he's like, Ma, Ma, despite all the shit this dude's been through. <laughs> right? He's still yeah. like the good guy. He's still the good guy. I don't know, man. And then plus, like the relationship between Sloth and Chunk, that is the heart of the movie. Is those two. Don't you think? No, I don't think so. I think I think they should call it I think this movie could be called Mikey's Adventure. Featuring Sloth and Chunk. So yes, Sloth is my number two, but he's right up there, man. Okay. It was a hard decision. All right, give me your one B. It's Mikey. He's the heart and soul of the group. He's the one that inspires them to go. Despite his physical shortcomings, he's short. He has asthma. He wears braces. He, um, he's who I want to be. I said I am Chunk, but Mikey's the one I inspire to be. I mean, his, his speech giving, it's right up there with like sports coaches. And I put, he has like one of the greatest speeches in cinematic history. Forget the dictator with that speech. This one, this one gets you going, dude. I mean, consider who he gave it to, a bunch of teenagers who just want to go home and goof off. You know, he inspired teenagers, not soldiers who have already, like, given their pledge to their country or his countrymen who he's trying to get to fight. Do you think it's one of the, like, the most um, recognizable movie speeches? I don't know. Like, to us, it is. But I don't think we're, so. We're living in our Goonies bubble. Yeah. Right? So whenever I hear like, no. the next time you take a test, but do you think that you can go to like a lot of people on the street, you go to anybody on the street. And if you were to say those lines, but they uh-huh. know that's the Goonies, I think they would. So then I got to think about like, all right, what other kind of motivational speeches? Like you said earlier, Braveheart, mm-hmm. right? Whatever he says, I don't even know it, but I guess yeah. if I hear it, I would know it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I was like speeches. Like, is that one of like Brad Pitt and Troy? Yeah. But what else? See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe it is. That's how good it is. And I mean, and then one of my Everybody, final like, people are going to be like, oh my God, you guys forgot about all these amazing speeches. You guys are just a bunch of leaves. Uh, no, I don't care about that. And, and then FNA, it's his marble bag that saves the day. It wasn't mouth's mouthful of jewels or, I mean, he had the forethought to leave. Willie, his share. So that means, you know, he's he's got character. He's got heart. He's a he's a good guy. He's he has integrity. That's what sinks the fertilities and makes a all that booby trap. They want that gold, and even his group wanted that gold on that scale. But no, his he's got a good heart and said, "Nope." I don't know about that's that. Willie's. I feel like if it wasn't for the fertilities, and Willie's ship wouldn't have sailed its last sailing. That final booby trap wasn't so much of a negative thing as it was Willie's last ride. So maybe Mikey should have taken that rich stuff and gone on that last ride with Willie. No. You know? Because let me tell you what happened to that ship. The U.S. Coast Guard caught up to it 
And Troy's great grandfather said, Hey, that's my cape that it was in. And we still became rich. <laughs> it probably just crashed into some rocks. Yeah. It just fell apart. All right. Boom. My number one. Who do you think it is, Matthew? Is it Lawrence Cohen? That is correct. Lawrence Cohen. Chunk. I chose Chunk because he actually has the most developed character arc in the whole movie, right? Like he starts out as like a bullied. He's this bullied kid, you know, truffle shuffle, like mm-hmm. makes up all these fantastical stories. But by the end, like he's living the stories, you know, like he's not yeah. getting bullied. He starts out afraid of the dark, afraid of pretty much everything. He ends up being the guy who rescues the Goonies and he even confronts the Patelis. It's a good choice. Yeah. So. I think that my favorite part of this movie is the relationship between Sloth and Chunk. Mm-hmm. Chunk accepts Sloth. Like, that's got to be a hard thing to do. That's the yeah. about Chunk. I like, actually forgot about that bullet point. Yeah. He like takes he him. He accepts this- him. Like, he understands, he understands what it is to be different. Like, he looks past all the things that would freak out people about Sloth. But it's not, I mean, mm-hmm. like, initially, I mean, sure, like, like chunks a little bit like everybody and like, Oh my God, this guy's scary. But like just how quickly he gets over it. And then he just accepts sloth. Like I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love how chunk treats sloth sort of like a little brother, mm-hmm. even though sloth is older, really bigger, older right. and bigger, you know, <laughs> I never, takes, he takes care never, of him like a little uh-huh. brother. I never thought of that angle. Can you expound on that? Like what that he takes like what moments? Like, is there? I mean, when he's teaching him about like echoes or, oh, yeah. you know, like this way, even when he's, you know, at the very end, he's trying to get him to come oh. with him. Like, you got to do this when we adopt you. Oh, right. Yeah. And this might sound a little sensitive and whatever, mm-hmm. but like at the very end, when he goes to Sloth and he's like, you're going to live with me now. And Sloth looks at him. Or in his ears start waggering, <laughs> swiveling. Yeah, he says, "You're gonna live with me now, because I love you." Yeah, because I love you. I love you, like, dude. That's as I get older, that scene has become my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> like, there's sometimes like I almost get I get pretty misty eyed. That's a little get a little choked it. up. It's a beautiful. It's beautiful. It it's is. a beautiful scene. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why. Chunk is Mr. Chunk number one. I have, I actually had another, I have an honorable mention. It's a Rosalita, isn't it? It is. <laughs> she is. Think about it, dude. She's this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Pretend yeah. gal, you know, and she's treated like shit and she has to go through all this craziness. She almost gets run over headed to the Walsh house for God's sake. And all she has to do is not mention all the jewels. All she has to do is walk away. And yeah, she just can look in the marble bag. She could have put that in her jacket and walked away and no more cleaning houses and no more taking shit from nobody. And she gave it all not. And that's another thing she could have said, Oh, I'll just give him one or two. That'll cover. She could have put a diamond in her mouth. Uh huh. Put it in her cheek. Yes. So no. she yeah. is my honorable mention. That is, that is very good honorable mention. Yes. I still can't Do I have any honorable mentions? No. 
No. No, that was it, right? <laughs> There's no one else who aids them. So let me life. let me ask you, Matt, now that we've gone through our lists, like do you feel that you'd want to um like change your list now at all? Now that you know I've I've given my reasons. Uh reasons. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. You're still comfortable. You're still, still comfortable, comfortable with your um, That's right. I don't know. I don't I don't still understand how you have Mikey outside the top three. That's ridiculous. It's number four, bro. He's almost there. It's ridiculous that you say that. My God. Well, all that right. Is, uh-huh. This was a, this was this was fun. This was good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm still I, trying to watch this football game. <laughs> I wish I can't wait until we get some fans of this and they to start debating this episode in particular. Oh, you can't wait. You might be waiting a while, Matthew. Well, in this, I'm going to send this episode to as many people as I can, and I want them to weigh in, and I want them to tell me a more eloquent way to say how dumb you are for not picking Mikey. Well, yeah. Um, if any of you out there want to weigh in and tell us who your like top favorite Goonies are, you can find us at slothlovechunk.com. Mm-hmm. You can email us at goondocs at slothlovechunk.com. We've also got an Instagram at slothlovechunkpod. Let us know what are your top yeah. rankings, top three goonies. It doesn't matter. Tell us why Mikey's the best. Just send us anything. We just get a lot of spam. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what it is. <laughs> All right, Matthew, it's that time. You know what time yes. it is? Yes, I do. It's time for the oath. Time for the Goonies Oath. Are you ready? And also, if you guys want to join in on the Goonies Oath, um, you can go ahead and find it on our website at slothlovechunk.com. The Goonies Oath is up. It's up there. So if you want to read along, recite along. You, you want to go line by line on this one? Let's do it. Okay. The Goonies Oath. I will never betray my goondock friends. I will stick. We will stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war. Good pals like us will stick like tar. In the city or the country or the forest or the boonies. I am proudly declared a fellow, a fellow goonie. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Guys. AKA Mikey's squad. <laughs> Just one last jab <laughs> before we go. <laughs> All right. Um, next time, I think we're going to discuss the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Which let's just do the whole thing. Let's do the 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 music sound like the track, like the original, yeah, the original the, motion the, picture. We'll do the score and the soundtrack, right? Okay, yeah. So the Dave, the right. Dave Grusin score, and then you know the songs. You know, Green's are good enough. Yes. Eight arms to hold you by, stuff like that. Okay, that'll be fun. That's so, a good one. You better start doing some research, listening to all those songs, Matthew. I am. Uh, as soon as we get off, I'm going to put that on Spotify, where you can find our podcast. Yeah, you should be able to find our podcast everywhere you find yep. your uh, favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this was fun, Matt. What are you going to be doing? Watching. Is the football game still on? Yeah, it's still on. It's the fourth quarter. Nine <laughs> minutes one? left. Kansas City's ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do. All right, Matty. I'll see you soon, bro. All right, dude. (laughs) Later, man.